0: Stay! Met super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast.
1: Oh, I'm fired up after the Alex Twile commentary. Welcome back to Tinless List Tuesday on the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast, where we dive into all things NRL Super Coach news for Round 17. Proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. I'm your host, the Super Coach Brain, and. With me, as always, to bring you all the good stuff for round 17 is Supercoach Matrix. How you going, mate? Oh,
2: just in my element. I just finished basketball, just worked out I'm going to Origin tomorrow. What a great time to be alive.
1: Coming off the best nine points you've ever seen.
2: Fuck, it was elite.
1: Yeah, yeah, good. Was it five from seven from the free throw line as well? Yeah,
2: like it was that? something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was elite. Cool.
1: Not bad, not bad. Um, Guys, before we jump in, as always, please support the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, please hit subscribe below and hit like. Uh, And if you're listening to us on delay with Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever you get them, please leave us a review and hit that follow button. Uh, Also, guys, let us know how you went last week. If you didn't jump on the Sunday wrap-up show, brag away if you you did well. Let us know your rank and, and how you went, green arrows or red. And if you have any questions for the week ahead, drop them in because we're going to answer them all live as we always do every week. And Maddie, there's there's a ton to cover this week. Uh, you know, yeah. the, obviously the big super coach ins and outs, we'll cover all of them with the team lists for around seventeen. And I guess the there's a few questions popping up around do we sell Dream Buller? Is it time now to cash in on all that cash that he that he's made us? And if so, who are we buying? Because that fullback position is such a premium spot this year, and you've only got two of them. So we'll have a chat about that and answer some questions around Buller. We'll have a chat about Nathan Cleary as well and whether he's actually the guy that you want for the run home. Um, There's some cheapies and some Nuff opportunities that are popping up now as well, which is pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, is it time to jump on the fallen guns? So there's plenty to talk about this week. Answer all your questions. Drop them in the comments. We'll get to them all. Uh, How'd you go last week, mate? Finish up?
2: Yeah, so ended up getting 9.25 after updates. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I was going to get big red arrows, but turned out everybody else did terrible too. Um, so I only rolled 12 players uh, because of, you know, Harry Edwards' late scratching. I'd planned on having more. Got shafted by Ellie Katoa's eye. Am getting shafted for the second week in a row. Getting shafted by Reese Robson getting selected just getting shafted it just goes to show all the buy planning in the world doesn't always worked out work out but anyway i ended up dropping like 350 spots down to like 7400 7459th and i thought i was going to drop outside the 10k so pretty happy with that i feel ready for the uh for the next couple off for the buys for these mini buys i'm ready
1: beautiful i think you're probably a little bit more ready than i am i'm I was in a little bit of trouble, I think, uh, looking at teams, but I got quite lucky that everybody that I expected to be named was named. So, so far I've avoided the turmoil, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to get caught midweek or midweekends, I should say, uh, with a few laid outs. So, and again, we've seen that the last few weeks over these buy rounds, that anything can happen midweek. You've got to be really fluid with your trades. You've got to be really prepared to pivot and move on a trade to another trade if it benefits your team halfway through a round. So, I'd probably recommend people keep a trade in their pocket this week and don't go and kind of lock and load both their trades at the start of the week because you could be in a spot where you can't reverse them and then you, you're caught short.
2: Yeah, like when there's a big game of footy tomorrow night, um, anything could happen. And obviously they are the best 34 players in the comp playing there. Oh, maybe not. Maybe maybe the best 30 and there's a couple of Kiwis in there. But... <laughs> They're the best players and they're probably in your team. So let's just wait and find out. Like Turbo got injured after last game. Like let's see how the boys, you know, finish up and get ready probably more to do your trades on Thursday than, than tonight. So
1: Yeah, correct. I think it's Friday first game because of the buyers this week. Um, I think we have really weird schedule this week. It's Friday one game and then three games Saturday, three games Sunday. So strap in, let the wives know you'll be on the couch for the weekend. Um, or get the work done early in the yard, Matty, and uh, strap in from 3 p.m.
2: I might take Thursday off after Origin (laughs) and uh, do all the yard work so that I can watch footy all weekend.
1: How good's that? Got to prepare. Plan ahead, as we always say in Supercoach. Um, I got 11.15. I actually went down two points overnight. Pretty shattered about that. Where where was my Nico unicorn points? I feel like I got dudded. Every time I don't own the bloke, he fucking goes and gets 40 unicorn points overnight. And when I do have him, he goes backwards anyway, into three thousand six hundred. So overall, which is nice. So I feel like I'm kind of within reaching distance of that top one k now. And I tell you what, I want that Zingerberger voucher, man. I want it. <laughs> um, it's the most important part of Supercoach is the KFC sponsorship. So yeah, we're on the we're on the way. Speaking of sponsorship, uh, Standard Squeeze, obviously a major sponsor of the podcast. If you haven't heard of the Standard Squeeze, go check out the website. Use the code Insight fifteen for fifteen percent off. We've got our four-in-ones, as we always do, to chuck our uh, beers in to keep them nice and cold or to have a coffee in the morning. I always have my coffee in mine in the morning, keeps it nice and hot, and then chuck a stubby or soft drink or whatever it is if you're not a drinker and and, uh, keep that nice and cold in the evenings. So (sighs) Yeah, I'm not a
2: drinker, just drinking a soft drink.
1: Yeah, yeah, that looks like a soft drink. It does. (laughs) Creaming soda, maybe. Uh, But use the code INSIGHT15 at uh, thestandardsqueeze.com. They'll look after you. Oh, what do you got?
2: I knew dawn palau, they were cheap from BWS. How that good. is where I'm at. That is where I'm at midweek. So love
1: a I love a discount with the Woolworth <laughs> Rewards card as well. Yeah. Always gotta look about, out for those specials. It was
2: about 12 bucks for these four. So
1: how good is that? How good is that? Uh guys, our squeeze of the week winner for the most points this week in round 16 or last week in round 16, uh, in our unlimited group goes to Rod, coach of the Bulldog Beers. There you go. Perfect for the perfect of the pod with a twelve oh seven, massive score. So well oh, done Rod.
2: He was oh, hot there. Rod last week.
1: <laughs> he was hot Rod. He was, uh, he was, uh, very well prepared for the buyers. I, w- I would say, uh, so Rod takes home a cocktail pack from the standard squeeze. Congrats, mate. If you're watching, hit us up on socials, mate, we'll get your address and send it out to you uh also turbo's hammy is holding the lead in that unlimited group as well he's in 44th overall so he must have had a decent week last week i hope
2: turbo's hammy can really just keep it together
1: yes that would be good uh in in more than one word well more than one way of speaking when we're talking about turbo uh lane Train's still in second and 56 overall and and we've got a new third ball brain uh and no it's not my burners super coach account i don't have two teams i've only got one uh, but he's in your uh, wife's account. No, 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 no. She's uh, called her her team uh, uh, LB and the Sausage Dogs, which is basically my son's name and her dogs. So there you go. <laughs> look her up. She's probably coming about fifty thousands or something. <laughs> um, let me ask you this: before we jump into to teams and and start talking teams, we'll answer some questions after this. But I know that these are going to be questions, so we might as well just jump to them straight away. What are your What are your thoughts on pulling the trigger early now on Origin Guns? Because there's a lot of guys now that are kind of coming up to become ripe for the picking. You've got your your Munsters, your Harry Grants, your Tedesco's at a good price, Turbo's about to explode. A lot of these guys you want for the run home potentially. Do you pull the trigger now and sacrifice round 19 to get your team set?
2: So, yes, I do think that. But you've also got to prioritise. So you have to look at each of their break-evens and make sure it's low enough to be worth Possibly them not playing this weekend. It's like State of Origin is the most brutal sport I have seen. Like I don't go to UFC games or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, take that with a grain of salt. But you just go there and watch it. And, you know, I saw Selwyn Cobo get crunched in front of me. Like you just see the hit-ups. You can hear it from from 40 metres away. Like you've just got to be aware that they're not going to be 100% this week and the following week. So you just got to make sure that that break even's low enough. Uh, to warrant especially trading out a guy that's going to be playing round 19 make sure that you're covered Uh, but if you do your research look a few weeks ahead make sure you've got the numbers for round 19 and you can get a harry grant a munster uh valentine Holmes, um a turbo a tedesco yeah just check their break even and make sure you're covered
1: yeah, getting them, picking him them up at the right time. I think we'll talk about a couple of guys that are, are pretty ready to go. I think this week when nice matchups this week as well. I think so. Uh, another question for you because the Tigers aren't playing this week. We're we're going to be talking about Jareem Buller a lot. I think uh, in this episode and who to trade him to or is he a sell? Uh, so what are your thoughts? Is he a sell now at his price and got a ninety odd break even now? Do we pull the trigger and just cash him in for a, for a keeper for the run home?
2: He's a sell now. Um... When we said earlier on, and I think you said it specifically, that he is a keeper um, going to the end of the season, we expected Luke Brooks and Appy How to be playing. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's time to pivot. I, I don't want the fattest cash cow I've ever seen in my life to, you know, to deflate. I think that he is at a premium. Fullbacks are expensive. Fullbacks are very expensive. This is probably the first time I've ever had a 200k fullback
1: ever.
2: Mm-hmm. Great timing. Um, but yeah, it's time to go. It's time to go.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think it's time to make the move. And that, look, the beauty of it is with Turbo up in the air, we don't know whether he's playing or whether he's not this week. He's got a big negative break. Even a lot of people are going to be going to him. They're going to be going to guys like Reese Walsh. They're going to be going to potentially Munster via Jules. If you've got Ponga at 5'8 or something like that, uh, there's there's a lot of options. This week in such a premium position, the beauty of it is Buller has the buy, which means that he doesn't lock out until the start of the last game. So you've got essentially the whole round to make your decision on when, where you're going with Buller or whether you just hold fire for a week and then trade him next week. Um, you've got a lot of flexibility with that move this week, which is good. So I'd probably urge people to take their time with that decision and, and just... Let's let's wait and see 24 hours out with a turbo still on that extended bench. Let's let you know that's probably I think the first step to making that move with Buller.
2: Yep. Yeah, and like does it hurt to wait a week? No. I need the number this week. So I'm probably gonna have to pivot if if it's not there. And I'll let you know some of my thoughts as to what we're gonna go as we go over trades a bit later on. Because I do have a plan. I've got a plan if Tedesco's named. What? Oh, sorry, Tedesco. If Turbo's named, I know what I'm going to do. If he's not named, I know the next guy. If he's not named, I'm going to go in. Am I targeting origin players? Definitely. It's the right time.
1: Yeah, I agree. We're in round 17 now. There's only 11 actual grounds left of Supercoach. Uh, so you got to... But most teams have what? 15 trades? Uh, I've got 16 trades left um, before trades this week. I think you're around the same as me. What, 15 maybe? Yeah. yeah.
2: No, I've got um, 14 before this week, yeah.
1: Okay, so, I mean, we're starting to get to that point where it's like we have one trade a week left on average. So you can't be making bridging trades. You can't be going and getting a guy to get another guy. You can't be going to get a mid-range guy to hopefully make your cash and get up to a primo anymore. You've got to basically either make moves to free up a lot of cash and go to a cheapie or enough or get a primo win. That's kind of it. Uh, So you've got to be very selective with your trades.
2: Or someone you're very okay with being your fifth center wing, your fifth... Yeah, somebody that you know that you're going to hold. If you can pick up a guy for $4, $5, five fifty and you know that you're okay with them being your fourth guy in that position, your third guy in that position, then go for it.
1: And I know why you've said that. We'll, that's a we'll we'll set that up for a little bit later because I know it's you're a bit of a segue, that, a move yeah. or two in that realm. Um, before we move into teams and answer, answer some questions, uh, shout out to the Supercoach Fanatics group uh, headed up by Sasha over there at, at the SC Fanatics. Uh, go and follow him on Twitter and and also jump into their uh, their Supercoach Facebook group. Plenty of good chat happening over there and some good content. And we've uh, recently been chatting with Sasha about doing some content for that Fanatics group. So we're putting some stuff together and uh, for that group very soon. And, and obviously into the BBL season as well at the back end of the year. So excited to start working with the Fanatics a little bit closer. Um, teams, mate. Before we do, let's answer some questions because we've got a few coming through. Some really good ones. Flash. kicking us off. Uh, He's asking Gutho versus Turbo for that Buller trade-out. I'm torn. Gutho definitely a starter this week, but has the buy in round 18. Turbo's got the – he misses round 19, obviously, with Origin and not really sure whether he backs up. What are your thoughts on that?
2: So I like Turbo's negative break-even. I think the Sea Eagles will finish – around about the yield, so I'm not too stressed in there. Look, Gutho's on a tremendous run with a minus 14 break even, but he's also a lot more expensive. Like, what is he? Oh, actually, he's only 50K more expensive. I still like Turbo. Look, I like Turbo, negative 41 break even, could be 900K in the next week. I do like Gutho's buy schedule better than Turbo and the fact that Gutho won't play Origin. Look, flip a coin, I'm going Turbo.
1: Uh, I think I will as well, but I actually will be, I'll have both in my team at some point. Cause I've got Buller and Gutho at the moment. And I think my plan, if let's say Turbo plays this week, I'll go Buller to Turbo. Um, yep. if he doesn't, I'll go Buller to Munster, Viaponga, I think are the two probably moves that I'm looking at in that realm. But when you look at Gutho's stats, 787 K, uh, he's got a break even of negative 14, Mind you. Yep. So he's still got a negative break even at that cash, which is nuts. Um yes, he doesn't play round eighteen, but then he plays the Dolphins this week and under strength dolphins, depending on how many of their guys back up. You've got the Warriors in nineteen, which will be a relatively tough game. Then you've got the Gold Coast Titans in round twenty, the Cowboys in twenty-one, dragons in twenty-three. So there's some nice games there for them. The the run home for Para is tough. Broncos, Roosters, Panthers. Uh, that's that's pretty tricky to navigate, and then they have got the buy-in round twenty-seven, which is the final round of the year. So not ideal for for overall. But if, uh...
2: if Turbo's healthy, he's the play. In yeah, my opinion, yeah. If Turbo's healthy, look, can you? There's a whole team out there that's doing really well called Turbo's Hammy. It's funny because he's always injured. Um, yeah, look, maybe. Gutho's played every game this year. Maybe that's the play.
1: Thoughts on, so Troy's question is similar, Walsh or Turbo for Buller. So, I mean, where does Walsh fit in when you're comparing the three? If you're going Gutho, Turbo, Reese walsh
2: These guys have been looking at our teams because our fallbacks between the two of us have all been named in these two questions. Yeah, I like Walsh at the price he's at. I really like Walsh at the price set. He's young enough that he seems just fine to just back up. Obviously, we watch this game and see what happens. I think the answer is still turbo with a negative 40 break even. But my answer is probably why can't we have both? Um, With the buys that Luttrell has, I'm going to be staying away. Am I going to be watching Rabbitohs games with my eyes closed? Yes, he's probably the best fullback, but he's probably got the worst schedule. So.
1: He hasn't played since round 12 either. So yeah, we don't know what's going to come back. Um, the, the second part to Troy's question is, who do I go f- to from Lukey? So he's obviously got Helam Lukey, who's got a uh, facial fracture. So he's going to miss some time. Uh, maybe this is a good segue into your boy that we might talk about a little bit later that you've been considering around that price point.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at Adam Elliott, uh, 460k, 50-odd break even. The guys are gone. The Knights haven't been fantastic. While being mediocre, I suppose is the is the thing. He does a lot of defense, does a lot of work. Uh, Kurt Mann seems to be coming and only doing a little bit in the middle. He got seventy minutes last week, sixty nine minutes, giggity. Um, so, yeah, I just they've been ramping up Adam Elliott uh, fifty break even four hundred and sixty k plays this week, which is a big thing for me because I need the number this week. That's mm. why I'm looking at him. Um, and I think that you're going to be perfectly fine with him being your fifth, second row forward into the abyss.
1: Well said. Can't really argue with that. Uh, Next question from Ange. What should I do with Brendan Hands? Should I jump on Simpkins next week? or just wait it out, Harry Grant's his other hooker. I'll, my my opinion on this one is that you do not need two premium hookers. I feel like Brendan Hands is probably fine for you on the bench. You're not really going to have to play him. Uh, Harry You'll need a backup hooker for round 19, but at the end of the day, that's a, a best 13 scenario anyway, so you might not even have Hands in your best 13. Um, I don't think you need to jump to Simkin. I feel like that's a little bit sideways, really, and, and Hands will do a job for you while Hodgson's out. There's no word of when Hodgson's back either. I haven't seen anything. Hands
2: jagged 60 last week. He's got a negative nine break even. Just pardon the pun. Sit on your hands.
1: Sit on your hands. Don't do what Dylan Brown did with his hands. Just just sit on them. <laughs> and uh don't That's make any trades. Might,
2: that might have been what he said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Herbie. Herbie's watching. Thanks for joining us, mate. What are your I mean, this is a silly question to ask us. Queensland or New South Wales tomorrow? I feel like New South Wales is going to be fired up to run a muck, and then I think this pairs with the next question or the next comment that he made. I've got to quickly find it. Uh, this has nothing to do with me putting five hundred dollars on New South Wales at two dollars eighty. Um, we know Herbie loves a, a bet. Actually, does all right right for himself too. But
2: yeah, uh. I just Queensland just get origin. You know what I mean. <laughs>
1: I can't even argue anymore. I can't. I can't even argue. I mean, look. The one conspiracy theory I'm going to throw out there with this Origin game is that NRL will lose 3.6 million dollars if this game doesn't go to a decider. So uh, let's see what the referee, what the penalty count's going to be tomorrow night. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be very interesting.
2: I don't know. Like I've, I was a junior referee back in the day. Like there's not. Like when you've got these big guys around you, uh, you can't really you can't really make the call regardless of what you get what you're getting told at home. Uh, you got to play it like you see it, and I think they do. They make mistakes, but they play it like they see it. I don't yeah, think yeah. that'll come into play. I expect New South Wales to come out firing, and I expect it to be a really close game.
1: Yeah, I don't think we'll roll over. It'll be tough for us, though. And, I mean, look, if we get the win, it'll just, just be like us to go to the bloody Sydney for the decider and lose. So, uh, we'll see. Should be a close one. Probably best bet one to eight either way for me, I reckon. Uh, yeah. All right. Other questions. Fourth World is on again. Hey, mate. Uh, thoughts on Brendan Piakura starting second row, 251 k. i I'll leave this one to you, mate.
2: Yeah, I do really like it, but my worry is I think he's good enough that he doesn't drop out, and what I want out of enough, and I haven't actually seen a good enough enough that I want. I want somebody to come in and then drops completely and you don't see him until they get a run next year, or I think he's good enough that he's going to keep a bench by. That's my mm. worry.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree on that. I don't, I don't, I don't... think you're going to get rid of him. He's just gonna be a and bench plotter and ruin your VC.
2: Yeah, yeah. You don't want an AE nightmare like uh like Maddie Dury on your team, champion.
1: Yeah. Hey, he's not even in anymore, so he's not an AE nightmare for me this week. You're guilty Hopefully he's not <laughs> a late in or something. Uh Hamo wants to know, Oh, he changed oh no, he's on Facebook. I was gonna say he's changed his name on YouTube. Uh yeah. did Maddie get any unicorn points at basketball? Have they done updates for your basketball game yet? Can I
2: be honest? The first, and I hope nobody from basketballs watching the first fourth from the other team probably the first fourth free throws that I took I shouldn't have been taking them I just like kamikazied in flopped like a champion and <laughs> um you could yeah you could say that those free throws I think it was three or four at that point um I got because I sold it could,
1: could say maybe James Harden like Trey Young like maybe kind of creating a bit of contact yeah. there to the rim yeah.
2: Yeah, you could call me a white B-grade Trey Young that doesn't shoot threes, that's undersized and uh isn't real good.
1: So Trey Young. Yeah, cool. basically. Um so Troy Troy Vickers is on again. <laughs> hey, mate. Titans players, no more buyers. Definitely on my list of talking points tonight. Uh no more buyers. They play every game from here. And AJ Brimson is on pod watch for me. I've got uh I've got the rest of the stats and his price and stuff a little bit later when we talk about the Titans. Philip Sammy maybe a pot as well. Yeah, don't hate it. Yeah. Don't hate it. Don't love that Sammy, but AJ Brimson definitely on on watch for me. It's just hard when you're in what's he 58 fullback jewel? Yeah. So that's a tough spot. Like do you pick him over your Turbos, Tedesco's and all these other great options, Munster's Cody Walkers? Probably not.
2: I think my issue is if like so AJ plays this week, I presume. He's not on he a this week, right? Yeah. So I think my issue is if I roll through and Turbo doesn't get named, another guy that I'm going to mention later doesn't get named, I still need a guy that's going to play. So yeah. I need to pick a guy. Like, is AJ the guy? Is using my jewels and getting a cheap center wing? I'm not sure. Yeah. And and I won't know until I know if Turbo or yeah some of these other guys back up from Origin. So.
1: Last one here before we rip into teams and then we'll tackle the other questions later. Uh, fourth world, or it's not really a question. Uh, Valence Tavare has been named to start for Branko Lee. So he's at center for the Dolphins, which is great. Fourth world reckons he's a must. Um, I'm still a little bit worried. I actually have him in at the moment. So I've gone Jesse Ramian to, to Valence Tavare um, to free up a bit of cash there to make a few moves in the future. I'm not 100% on it. I'm, I'm not sold on it. I feel like Brenko Lee is just like the undertaker. He just keeps coming back from the dead. Uh, we know that Uncle Wayne loves him as well, but it's only a matter of time before the bloke goes down for his 17th calf injury in the last two years.
2: You know what are what? your thoughts? I'm, I am going to say that Richie Kennars a better buyer than Valence Tavares. Yep. Val Meninga is an enigma. He is He is just like... He is the right guy. He's got a mullet. He looks like most guys that watch football at his age. Everybody loves him. I love him. I think Richie Kenner is a better player.
1: Yeah, I think he is too. I think he is too. Minus 22 break even. I think Richie Kenner, isn't he? So cheap yeah. as well. Mid 250, I think. Yeah. That's and, nuts.
2: um I'll credit you. Uh, looks like he's won his spot on merit. Due to yeah, the I'm... fact that none of the other guys got named in the... um.
1: Yeah, I was looking at, uh, because NRL physio does a really good kind of uh, injury ward kind of thing uh, in his, when you pay for his $5 a, a month uh, Patreon, I think it is. Uh, he does a, a good casualty ward summary of every single injured player. So go and check that out. If you if you love your super coach and you, you're happy to spare five bucks, it's it's a good investment. Um, I couldn't see anything about Tane Milne and I couldn't see anything about Isaac Thompson on that. So I'm, I'm just kind of wondering whether he's got this spot now and it's his to lose. I mean, neither of those guys have lit it up this year either. So yeah, I just, the, the problem is I've got Alex Johnston. Do I want Alex Johnston and Richie Kenner, who are very similar players with minimal base, both on my team at the same time?
2: Can I argue that you might get the right output out of Richie Kenner? You might get the same output out of Richie Kenner as you do Alex Johnston, and you keep exactly the same thing, but bank yourself 400k.
1: Yeah, it's, the problem is I don't want to make that move this week. I want AJ and my team this week, and I feel yeah. like they love going left more than they do right, especially lately. Um, Are you sure? Well, lately they have. Where's, where's Campbell Graham? Right side, right center. But I mean, when Campbell Graham's been out, and yeah, uh, he's when been Campbell Graham's games. been. Yeah, They're when Campbell out. Graham's
2: been out, correct. When Campbell Graham's there, Richie Kennard is the play. And maybe yeah. you just cop that for a week and 400K. Think about all your, the things you can do with 400K. You could buy a house.
1: I could buy a house. No, Not not in Sydney, you can't. No, um, you can't up here. Yeah, rough. Anyway, let's move into teams, mate. We've answered a ton of questions. And we're, mate, we're half an hour in. We haven't even got to teams yeah. yet. How good. Yeah. Uh, Dragons versus Warriors at Wynn Stadium, mate. First of all, something a bit different. What's your tip? Who wins this one?
2: Oh, you've put me on the spot. Um, so the dragons are playing, so not them. Uh the warriors. Like the dragons, you know, might have Ben Hunt backing up. He might not even play. Um, let's just say I, I, I back the warriors. I think they're a tremendous football team at the moment. So yeah, back yeah, the warriors. Hundred percent. Thirteen plus.
1: Uh, cha- I guess the only changes for these guys: Jack Bird, Jack DeBell, and the Jack Squared. They're back in the team for the dragons. The the two. Yep kind of only super coach relevant players for the Dragons, I'd argue. Yeah. Um, Tyrell Sloan, negative 19 break even, is about to trap everybody into getting him again for the third time this year and go no. out and get seven. So People um, are off it by now. Surely. I hope so. If you if you like Tyrell Sloan this week, put your phone down, uh, change the trade and, and just take a breath, I think. You didn't that's have to say this
2: week, I think, if you like Tyrell Sloan. At all, at have. all
1: ever. Um, he could be 200 K next year and I still wouldn't get him. I reckon. Yep. Um,
2: I'd probably so, get him if he 200 K.
1: I still wouldn't. No, I'm <laughs> off him. Um, Barnett is out suspended for the Warriors. He's replaced by Dylan Walker, who comes back into the team. I think Tamari Martin is pretty close. He's uh, about yep. a week away now, I think for the Warriors. So I think Luke Metcalf at, uh, at five, eight probably only has one more week left in him before Tamari comes back in. Uh, But that's, I mean, you can just enjoy Luke Metcalf's price rise and and whatever you get from him this week. Yeah,
2: it's just a good thing to be aware of that you just don't add him this week.
1: Two guys and and two questions that we got from Twitter. Uh, The SC Fanatics guys asked us a question on Twitter. Is Sean Johnson a legitimate run home hold option instead of Nathan Cleary this year now? Great draw, negative break even for Johnson this week. A lot of kind of... No one's really sure about Nathan Cleary, about his injury, about how he's going to hold up. We know that Hammy's, uh, the re-injury rate is quite high in the first fortnight coming back. So, I mean, for me personally, I actually really like the move. I, I feel like taking Johnson over Cleary for the run home could be genius because Cleary could come back in round 20, 21, do his Hammy again, and you don't see him till finals.
2: Yeah. I had to take this in a different direction, but I was that confident that New South Wales would pick Nico Hines over Mitchell Moses, that I got Mitchell Moses instead of SJ and now I'm suffering. Um, If I had my time over, yes. It's only one trade to go back to Nathan Cleary too. Like I feel like Cleary's not playing. Get SJ. You're going to have one trade at one stage. Let's say a 400, 500, 600K second row gets injured Maybe you can't trade him out towards the end of the season because you traded SJ to Cleary. If Cleary comes back, clears those two weeks, is on a tear. I think it's a no-brainer, actually. I think it's a really good question. And because we don't have SJ, we probably don't talk about it enough. But I have regrets going Moses instead of SJ.
1: Me too. I was so close and I just thought, you know, I'll just back Moses. And look, he got 89 as captain. Estra went out and got 113, I think, that week. Um, So showed us up and uh, now we don't know what's going to happen with Moses this week. Is he going to back up or not? There's just a lot going on now, unfortunately.
2: I think he would.
1: Hmm. I think so as well. But let's just see what happens tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I genuinely am worried about Cleary, to be honest. I think and, – and our physio made a really good point. So looking at Nathan Cleary, if he comes back any time before, like five weeks, you'd probably be concerned and you'd probably watch. I, I There's no way in the world I'm picking Nathan Cleary up if he comes back within six weeks' recovery of that injury. And then yeah. when he comes back, I probably want to watch him for two weeks. I don't want to go and pick him up straight away because we know that re-injury rate for hamstrings is quite high. So – uh, I'd argue that that's probably the best move that you can make is what maybe even fading Cleary for the run home, which is yeah. crazy. But they're going to want to put him on ice. He's their best player, and they're going to need him in the finals. They're not going to want to risk him uh, if they don't need him. When Penrith are doing well, they're at the top of they're the They're playing finals,
2: footy. You're right.
1: It's locked in. So why would you risk Nathan Cleary, your best player, the guy that can win you a premiership and has shown he can do that uh, when you don't need to? So maybe they put him on ice at the back end of the season and you end up screwed because you've backed him and you, you put all of your, your coin into Nathan Cleary and then he plays 80 minutes of football in three weeks or something for the run so, home to finish the year. So
2: I think that I will play Mitchell Moses up until the point that I'm really confident getting Cleary, maybe two really good weeks. I'll probably make some cash out of it too. Um, yeah, it's hard cause I need to get rid of Mitchell Moses regardless due yep. to the last game. Um, just sit there and have a look. But can I ask you a question? Jack DeBellin, yep. 100 break even, you hold on to him, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. If you got him, you hold him. He, he'll get you yep. 60, 65, 70, <coughs> which is why you bought him. He can yep. he can easily be your – look if your team's killing it, You could be your third front row forward that you use <sighs> on matchups. Hella um, he, he could also be the guy that plays in your 2RF and you get 60-odd a week from him. No complaints about Jack DeBell, and if I had him, I'd definitely be holding him. Um, yep. Gunners on Twitter, as well is asking. Uh, now we were big fans of Neacore in the preseason, and and at the start of the season, we both started with him. Yep, he's asking: Is Neacore a viable option, or is it now too risky with his minutes being so inconsistent? Um, he's four hundred ninety-one k with a forty-three break-even and a fifty-one average. So, his lowest minutes this year have been fifty-six minutes in a game. And he's played yep. three 80-minute games, I think, in 11 matches.
2: So I went near Kore down to Jackson Ford, cop Jackson Ford's price rises, and went back to near Kore. So I believe they prefer... The the way that I saw it, not from talking to, you know, Andrew Webster or anything like that. The way I saw it is they preferred Jackson Ford there for a little while. Now they prefer near Kore and he looks great. And at 490k you could do worse. I think Adam Elliott's a better option at that price if I was to give you an alternative, but I like Neocore.
1: Yep, fair call. I think the only thing that deters me from Neocore is he's had two scores above 64 all year. Yeah, That's it. Uh, for me, I want more from a 500k to RF than yep. getting 50, 45 every week. So um, I'd fade him personally. I think there's good, better options. I'd rather go Sean Blore next week at... 350k with a starting 80 minute edge roll, even at the Tigers, to be honest, over yeah. near Corey. I'd prefer that. Yeah. Um anything else on this game, mate, before we move on?
2: Not really. Um, I'm not looking at Jack Bird as as juicy as he is, as much as I like his duel. Um he's got a high break even. I think it's in and around that hundred. Um, just wait a week.
1: Yeah.
2: Two weeks, three weeks.
1: Couple of quick questions here we'll cover before the next game. Uh who to Hosking. Ho- yep. Hosking and oh. Peachy replacements. What are your thoughts? I mean oh. we're looking for two we two just... RF replacements, really, are we?
2: So we just spoke about it. Uh probably Adam Elliott. At this point, I would probably Nuff one and gun one. If you, if you felt like you needed a 460, maybe you get a 200K guy and get somebody elite in. I like Ola at his yeah. price. I like Adam Elliott at his price. I Parramatta have had the best second row forwards. I don't really like them at the moment because there's too many question marks. I'd probably nearly just sit there and wait and get, like, a Paddy Carrigan that averages a 70 that's a plug-and-play every week or or somebody like that. Uh, maybe just wait for the boys to come back from origin. I like Colin Matangi. There's a lot of options there, but I think it's – I think maybe you'd nothing gun. I, I haven't seen your bench. It's hard for me.
1: I'd say one of them maybe goes to Dylan Lucas for the Knights. Yep. Um, he's, he's in the centre wing, so obviously with Peachy having that duel, if you can get that Peachy down to the centre wing – and you can get in Lucas. That that could be the play at 245k. I think he is, and he's probably the perfect enough scenario for us right now. Uh, he'll likely drop out of the team when Fitzgibbon comes back in. Uh, so he's out with a HIA this week. So maybe that maybe that plays out well, uh, and you yep. don't end up with an AE. So
2: yeah, there's there's enough, and get whatever you want with the money you've made. Uh, he likes
1: he likes Bloor as well. Good, great minds think alike, uh, Mark love to look at Maddow and Lane as guns for the run home, but the minutes are a worry with the Eels forward rotation. And yeah, we've, we've said this a lot. Like we're even concerned about guys like, um, what's his name? Hopgood. We're concerned about Hopgood's minutes, right? So like we've got it. I mean, Sean Lane is the least concerned about minutes. He'll play 80 minutes on the left edge. That's his role. Um, so there's no issue there with that. It might take him a couple of games to work into it, but he'll drop some cash, which would be great for, for super coach. Maddo, I think you could pick up anywhere in the next two three weeks and be pretty happy with him for the run home. Yeah, I'd I'd be getting him around 19 though, Maddo, because Eels have a buyer next week, so yep. you can hold hold on Maddo, I think for a week, have another look this week, and then grab him around 19 if you like what you see, because he's back and, off into his bench middle role as well.
2: And who knows how they um how they go to be honest, like, well, if state of if if they get pumped in state of origin, like they might just throw the towel in and just start bringing guys in. Like Matto was in the conversation. So you still don't know. You just wait.
1: Yep. Yep. Agreed. Let's move on. Uh, Dolphins versus the Eels over at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Big Finn Diesel makes his return for the Dolphins. Now, this is a bit of a curly one. Canelli Lemuelu to the bench. So he's, uh, Kafusi's pushed Lemuelu to the bench, which is, which is a, which is real rough for owners. I know a lot of people were kind of pretty high on Lemuelu uh, and thought that he'd hold his spot, but it looks like he hasn't. Now, I think maybe there might be a bit of a shift here pregame because Ray Stone's still at lock. So does Kenny Bromwich move to lock and then Lemuelu comes in on an edge? Maybe that happens pregame. So I'd keep an eye on team lists. Uh, I definitely wouldn't trade Lemuelu out this week. But I mean, is he a guy now you'd probably look to move with the troops coming back for the Dolphins?
2: There's question marks now, and it's going to depend on how how they finish up. Lemuelu has 100 break even though, at 550K. I don't actually hate trading him out. There's some good center wing options that you can... Uh, good center wing. Oh, center wing, because he has that. And Irish, there's some yeah. good second row options uh, yep. that you can go and probably just not look back where there's no question marks rather than sitting here living in fear whatever you are with whatever's happening here and uncle Wayne and Brenco and VT dubs and all these blokes.
1: Yeah. Speaking of VT dubs, he comes in. We've mentioned that already now. Sean O'Sullivan's on the extended bench for the dolphins this week, which is very exciting. They'll be very happy to have him back. I am assuming. Um, don't know what happens with then. Does that impact Isaiah Katoa or does that impact Cody Nicarima? Cause I'd argue Nicarima has been 10 times better than Katoa has. So do you just trust the young fella and just give him some minutes? Or, I mean, the Dolphins are in contention here to play finals footy. Do you
2: That's, go with Nicola? Think... Hey, I'm
0: Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today.
2: I think Nikarena drops out. I think Nikarema might play a bench role.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's a bit more versatile than Katoa. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, James K.
2: Cops 10 minutes or, or something like that, 15, 20 minutes. Cody Nikarima plays a really good spark off the bench as well um, mm-hmm. because he, I suppose he's getting a bit older now, but but he's quick. The guys seem to get around him. He comes on. Yeah, I bank Cody Nikarima to play that bench role. And that weird bench role that they usually play, like where we spoke about it off air, where um, Valence Tavare played that random game of eight minutes. Yeah. Um which which is what scared me off. Like Cody Nikarima plays a spot
1: like that. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, JMK's named. Still a little bit yep. iffy about him managing that AC joint injury, but we'll see how he goes. Uh, if you're an owner, hold, do not buy if you're not. Uh, Josh Kerr makes his debut for the club coming over from the Dragons in a mid season yeah. swap. So he's straight into the team as well. So uh, good for them. Back um, home.
2: I hear I hear Ben Hunt's been texting John. Josh Kerr and just saying, I'm so jealous of you.
1: <laughs> he probably is. Uh, the the Ben Hunt chat all week has just been off the charts, hasn't it? So yeah. there's, I, I don't think we even need to buy into it this week. Everyone's probably seen social media and, and all that, but uh, at the moment, Ben Hunt's with the Dragons and that's all we can go off until something else changes. So let's go with that. Uh, hey, the big talking point, and I've seen his name in the chat about 10 times already, is Braden McGrady makes his debut on the wing. Who the uh, fuck is that guy? Yeah. uh, Come from nowhere. So. (laughs) Oh
2: yeah. Oh, that's down near butt fuck nowhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Basically, basically, I mean, borderline, probably not even findable in the super coach out. That's probably how far we're going back, but no, apparently a very talented winger, 10 tries in 11 games in, in reserve grade. He's actually been picked over Robert Jennings. Robert Jennings is healthy and he's been picked ahead of him. So I found that quite interesting. Um, does this make McGrady now the perfect nuff out or the perfect kind of option now? He'll be 200K, basement price, center wing. Does he now become a better option than Richie Kenner if he's won this spot on merit? Because he'll be on oh. the left wing.
2: We've never seen him play. We've never Where's seen test- him play first grade.
1: Oh, people that have seen him play cup have raved about him. So Yeah. But again, yeah, you're right. I mean, we don't know how he's going to go at NRL level. We're going off what people are telling us. So,
2: At the very least, I do think he gets a run in round 19.
1: For sure. And I think that's one thing to consider is uh, you're finding a number unless the drops out. He's not on the app. Yeah, I'm not even surprised, to be honest. But he'll be basement price. So, uh, hey, you know what? Supercoach HQ have not actually done this before. Uh, or actually, no, they have done this before a lot.
2: What? Done updates in a timely manner.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, that, that. But also, <laughs> they might not even add him before Friday's game. I've seen, I think, I can't remember who it was last year. Someone last year from the Bulldogs. I remember he got, uh, he didn't even get added for the weekend. Everyone wanted to bring him in because he was named and Supercoach didn't even, and they missed Laybutt as well, Zach Laybutt. They only just recently added him, Troy said in the in the chat. So, Uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see whether he's added into the app by Friday so people can pick the bloke. But uh, we have two games to look at him as well, which is good. So, I mean, look, hey, this might be the perfect price rise. Pick up round 19 opportunity for McGrady. You get a two-week look.
2: I need a guy for round 19 like this, so I will be having a look.
1: Yeah, nice. Very good. Uh, What else have we got? Sean Lane in the reserves, so maybe he gets named. He was in the reserves last week as well. So yep. could be very interesting. Moses and Paulo have been, or oh, sorry, Junior Bolo has uh, been named to back up. Matty Dory is now out, which means he's not an AE nightmare for me. Happy days. What do you think about Matto on the bench? Because people panic when they see Matto on the bench. I personally don't think it affects him at all.
2: I don't. He is one of those impact players that plays better. Um, I think that he will just come in as the steam comes out of the game. And it just makes him better than just coming in. Sort of like what the Tigers did with Appy there for a little while. Um, except it works more successfully.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, he could be a little nice little pick up for the run home, Matto, like we spoke about earlier. And there's a good chance maybe he drops a little bit of cash in between now and maybe round nineteen and we pick him up round nineteen on that major buy.
2: See, see, I thought that with Hopgood, but then it worries me getting eels players when I'm playing overall. I don't want to drop off in the last week, and I don't want 700k not playing footy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That is a good point. That round 27 buy got to have some trades left to move out a couple of eels if you you yeah. want to have a crack at the overall for sure. Uh, there's a genuine VC option opportunity here in this game with Moses and Gutho. I think if you're an owner of either of those guys, I'd be throwing the VC on one of them. I mean, if Moses backs up, I'll throw it on him. If Gutho, if Moses doesn't back up from origin and Gutho has the goal-kicking duties again, with the form that he's been in, the VC goes straight on Gutho for me, if I have him.
2: Lucky you're not putting it on his goal-kicking form.
1: Well, didn't he kick well on the weekend?
2: Yeah, yeah, but it looked awful. Like, he hit the ground and then, it, and then then, skimmed it and then it come off the post. Yeah, it was awful it, if you watched He it.
1: shanked a couple of real low ones that hooked back low as well and went in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm taking it. Like, like it take. did look
2: pretty. Got the tell two points. It,
1: I'll tell you what it does look like, though. Four points every single time in the Supercoach Up. So, <laughs> taking it. Taking it. Uh, let's move on to Panthers-Knights, mate. Bluebet Stadium. Panthers at home against a ugh, poor, lackluster Knights. I mean, there's two things I'm taking from this. One, Hosking is out, which hurts yep. uh, for owners that held him through this last couple of weeks, hoping he comes back and gets his role. He played last week and got 53, I think it was, but he's been named 18th man. Look, there's every chance he comes in, but at the moment, he's been named in New South Wales Cup as well. So,
2: And I look at the guys that got picked in front of him and I rate it for the Panthers. I yeah. think that's a good decision.
1: I mean, Sorensen and Martin are the starting edge back rowers, aren't they? So... I would say Hosking is 18th man to cover from, sorry, excuse me, for, to cover from Liam Martin if he doesn't back up from Origin. That's yep. why he's there.
2: Or even Yo and they move some guys around.
1: Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, Dan Saifedi returns as well. Now the second big talking point, Greg Marju, the bus misser, is back. So for luckily, for mo- we said on the pod last week, don't trade Marju. There's a good chance he'll be back next week. Uh, and he's back, which is great. So hopefully everybody held him and they can enjoy that probably eventual cash the deal will bring in, but also have a a very, very reliable number in in what could be a tricky week.
2: If I owned him and I had numbers, I wouldn't play him against the Panthers though.
1: Yeah, okay. It's interesting. I mean, the only option I have to sit him would be to play Billy Smith. No, can't do it. Yeah, true. Sorry,
2: Uh, (laughs) not for you. I meant everyone else.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everyone else that probably also has fuck all players on their bench this week. Yeah. Uh, so Dylan Lucas is another one. We just spoke about available in center wing in super coach, but playing I wish it, was road, both. it would be nice. Wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. how far off that oh, we've got uh, DPPs, dual position changes coming up in round 18 at the end of this week, there'll be a new lot of dual positions. So, That'll be very interesting. I honestly haven't been paying much attention to it. So uh, that'll be interesting to see who gets added to that list. But uh, yeah, he won't I, be.
2: I find it hard. Like, they've been pretty clear-cut with saying they play three games, they get yeah, the jewel. that's right. I yeah. wonder if the... Yeah, I still don't think that they'll he'll get it, so...
1: No. Nah. No, nah, he definitely won't. He has to play three. So, um, I mean, he's 242K. He's got a negative 19 break-even. The problem is he, Knights players don't play around 19. And I think... You still need to have an eye for round 19. It's not something you completely yep. disregard and it's not something you overstack for, but you need to be wary of it because you could be caught quite short in round 19 if you... That's
2: that's my biggest concern about Adam Elliott right now is that he's yep. not playing 19.
1: And Cam in the chat has mentioned something very relevant. Harrison Edwards should get dual to RF considering he's been st- starting lock nearly every game that he's played. So... That...
2: Me in no way, shape, or form, but you are <laughs>
1: correct. The problem is, I've got both of my two RF front row jewels already in front row, and Harrison <laughs> Edwards now becomes the third jewel <laughs> and does nothing for me. So, can I
2: tell you that that is the smart way to do it? Except, I have noticed that I could use that jewel this week with Ellie Katoa being out, but hey, it is what it
1: is. It is, it is indeed. Uh, Adam Elliott, Podwatch. Tell me, talk me into him. He's your he's your boy.
2: Is it a good run home? Is Adam Elliott, you know, matchup proof? He does more work when they're doing more work on defense. Yes, he does hit the ball up. Yes, he does play well. Um, I like his minutes where they've been at um, as he's been ramping up from injury. Actually, the Knights have been getting better as well. Um, look, I just think that he's a guy that, it's not super exciting. I think he's a guy that could be your fifth, second row forward, and if you like playing guys rather than just nothing them, you could probably come down from a guy that's five or 600K that you think have topped out. Hosking, for example. What is he, 500K? He's not playing this week. Adam Elliott is. I'm just saying consider him.
1: Yeah, I like Adam Elliott. I like him. I think he's a great option. Uh, The problem is, I mean, he becomes your fifth 2RF at best. So... I'm not quite sure whether other people have other priorities that they need to focus on, but we've both been big fans of him, especially with what he did at the Raiders a couple, I think it was last year at the yep. through the middle of the season, the guy averaged like 75 over like a yep. five or six game game span. So he's, it's in him. He's got it. He's got it in him to be able to bang yep. out those scores.
2: What I struggle with him is for like, what kind of matchup do you play him on matchup? If he's your fifth, second rower, like, I think I need that guy to play 19, probably.
1: Yeah, you do. And the problem is he's just going to sit on your bench and be cover, isn't he? He's going to be a good cover.
2: Yeah, he's going to be a good cover if Olokowatu gets injured. I'd probably play him over Olokowatu if they've got a really hard matchup because he relies on attacking stats. Um, I do plan on getting David Fafida back. I suppose you've just got to work out if enough or Adam Elliott is what you want to play. If he's going to be your sixth, second rower, don't get it. If he's going to be your fourth or your fifth, then, hey, I think it's a really good move. You can make some cash from some guys that Adam Elliott is better than.
1: Yeah. Two quick ones from me for this Panthers team. Sonny Luke owners, I think you can still bail out to Jake Simpkin if you want to keep your VC loophole alive this week. I think you've still got that option. To trade in Simkin, even though he's not playing, just so that you don't cop Sonny Luke's inevitable 17 or whatever he ends up getting you, if you get a yep. good VC score at the start of the week. So if you VC an eel or, or Jermaine Osarko from the Dolphins and he has a big game or uh what's the first game of the week here, the Warriors, SJ goes nuts, or Chance Nickel Crookstadt, or someone like that. And you've and Sonny Luke's sitting there looking at you, going, I'm gonna get you 15 and ruin your loop. Trade him out.
2: Get rid of him. It's worth a trade.
1: For sure. And Isaac Tungo. You mentioned him last week, and I actually looked into it a little bit more. I really like it. I really like yeah. it. I don't know whether I have the balls to do it. I feel like maybe it's a luxury trade if you've got good numbers this week because they don't play nineteen, and that—that's that's the my only concern. thing that bugs me. Yeah,
2: that's my concern. Like, if he doesn't play nineteen, why not just get an origin winger, center? Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's my biggest concern. I love it. I I have the balls to do it. I just don't have the trades to do it.
1: And you know why we love it? The man does not pass. And here we'll run.
2: The man does not pass. Exactly, which is great for Supercoach.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, Storm Sea Eagles next before we do couple of questions. Fourth World again asking Keon Kalamatangi or Hamoli Olukuwatu, both buyers, gun second rowers for the run home. Do you like them both? Do you like one? Thoughts?
2: Look, my concern is Colin Matangi comes into the origin side and he misses three of the last seven games with the – sorry, eight games with round 19, doesn't play because he gets selected in origin, buy in round 20, buy in round 26. That's my concern. Is he a better player than Olakwatu? Yes, he is. Is he on a better team than Olakwatu? Yes, he is. I selected Olakwatu because he's 500K. Fair call.
1: Uh, also asking what the best center combo is. Now, probably before we dive into this, we won't answer this one tonight because we're going to be doing a guns to target for the run home show. Uh, we mentioned it on Sunday. So that'll be coming in the next week. So keep an eye out on the on the channel. Make sure to subscribe, turn notifications on so that you don't miss it. Uh, that's a tough one to answer right now because there's a few options. But yeah, we'll, we'll put together our ideal run home team and targets uh, very soon. Uh what else have we got? Yep, so Troy's trading out the peacock. Cucua. I know the peacock's the peacock's been so good for Troy as well. I think Troy's the only person that owns Will Panassini. No, so I got it I've peacock. got a guy at
2: work and he oh, just dear. walks past and goes, Cucua. he <laughs> love loves it. the peacock. Yeah. No, I think owners have really loved him. Look, it's probably it probably is the right time to move on. I think that he's a guy that every year you can look at and you just go, this bloke's a good footballer. Let's get him in. He's going to go through his runs. He's going to go through his ordinary runs. (laughs) Uh, When the eels are on fire, the peacock's there.
1: That's it. Good base. Good player. Actually, way overplayed what we thought would come from him this year. Um, So, good on him.
2: He's like Karaz on a good team at the moment.
1: (laughs) He would be. Uh, Will Ben Hunt be dual hooker halfback? No. No, unfortunately not. Uh, even then, I don't think I'd look at him at hooker anyway. Uh, I, I want Harry Grant, and that's kind of it. So it's all I'm focusing on. And then I've got Reed Marnie that's going to be sitting there. So I'm going to go cook to Harry Grant very soon, yep. and then uh, Reed Marnie can be my backup and, and, uh, and cover. And me. I've
2: sort of said it like hookers have been ordinary, front row forwards have been ordinary. I don't want to waste too many trades. I probably only want to waste one more trade in those two positions that are holding up six spots. So.
1: Storm Sea was Amy, Park, <coughs> excuse me, Amy Park, uh, Melbourne back at home against Manly. This yep. could be an interesting one. Uh, obviously, it'll depend on who backs up.
2: Yep. What worries me is that obviously Turbo hasn't been named, um, and all like Bellamy's gunning for him. They want everybody to come back and play. So you've got Coates named, you've got Harry Grant named, and you have Cam Munster named. The Storm are going to roll over them, um, and the Storm are going to score a lot of points, I think.
1: The one person not named Eli Katoa, which is, yep. that sucks. Fuck that guy. But it's been confirmed, or I wouldn't say confirmed. I'm never going to say confirmed. But on uh, on Twitter, there was somebody who has some ties to the club saying that Eli Katoa is on track to play against the Panthers in round 18. So, I mean, if you've waited this long, if you're okay for numbers this week, Maybe he's a hold for another week.
2: Maybe. But uh, most uh, the people aren't thing...
1: okay for numbers. That's probably the thing. Most people yeah. need the number.
2: So I'm not okay for numbers and Eli Katoa doesn't play 19. That's my concern. I sort of had him for weeks like this. And he has 110 break even. Um, why would I just not go? And Adam Elliott, why would I just not? enough the position and lets me get a gun. Let's me get David Fafita once he bottoms out. Let's me get, I don't know, Valentine Holmes. You know, I'm just I'm just so off Eli Katoa. Like if he plays those couple games and then misses round 19 anyway, I was sort of willing to cop round 19. Yeah. But I've copped a lot more now. I think yeah. it's time to move on from Eli Katoa.
1: Fair enough. Um the big talking point Turbo Named in the 22 jersey. We've talked about him a little bit. DCE named. Um, Fainu dropped for Condon as well, which is bizarre. I thought they were pretty high on Fainu. Uh, yeah. A lot of people picked up Fainu, and now he's been dropped from the team altogether, which is crazy. Um, there, are, uh, The whole bench is not as good as Fainu. So, strange. Strange from um, Siebes, but you expect nothing less from Anthony Siebold, would you? Yeah. Um, Yep. Talk to me about Turbo. I, I don't know whether we have the same view on this. You're, you're still pretty set on essentially kind of riding all the way up to pre-game time when we know teams with Turbo still in your team.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. Do we want to get into trade talk? My concern is that Turbo does get named and most people don't have him. I am not going to make two other trades this week. So I'm just thinking Buller's not playing this week. If Turbo makes it through Origin, um, you know, even if he gets rested this week, I'm just thinking I might just get him in and I can use those other two trades to bolster my round 19 and and my run home guys, get some Origin guys, other Origin guys back in and just use the Buller to him trade this week. Buller's not playing this week anyway. Why not just get Turbo in? I suppose there is a chance he gets injured in training. There's also a chance that dream Buller gets injured at training. So, yeah, I'm just thinking if Turbo makes it through Origin, um, I suppose scratch free, uh, let's just get him in. And if people don't add him and he sort of gets added in that last hour, I think I've got a big advantage of Turbo playing over Billy Smith. And I think that you'd agree with that as well.
1: For sure. I do. Uh, I want Turbo, and he's been one of the guys that I want to grab. And the beauty, I guess, this week of of having that flexibility with Buller on the bye means you can make that move right up until game time. So we should know more about Turbo and whether he makes the extended bench cut by seven thirty on Friday night. I've got
2: a weird turn of events that can happen there. Um, Yeah, there's like it's it's oh here. Sorry, let me open my notes. So what I have is Buller to Turbo. If that doesn't work and Turbo doesn't get named, I go Buller to Val. If Val doesn't get named, I might just go bullet to Richie Kenner and have the money there and just try and get Val or end Turbo in next week. I want Val and Turbo. I think Val with a 28 break even, I'm really worried that he's going to be an 800k player again. Am I worried? No, I actually want that to happen because if he's playing, I'm going to get him in. Um, I sort of wish I kept him. I suppose he only played one in eight games, but I had the cover there. I just think that all these other guys in the top 10,000 probably don't have the trades to get a valve because you're probably going to have to nuff a guy and then go back up. It's going to be two trades. I'm yeah. wondering if like Jermaine Osako, right now, the guys that don't have him really want him. I'm wondering if Val's going to go into that 800K territory and if you don't get him this week and he plays, you miss the boat.
1: I'm not as high on Val as you are. I yep. Don't get me wrong, might average 70 for the rest of the year. That's, that's fine. I just don't know whether I have the faith in the Cowboys to put it together. Um, I'd prefer to uh, – at the moment, my centre wing's kind of set. Uh, aside from maybe a couple of positions, like a, a couple of cheapies, one I can upgrade, one I can nuff. That's kind of where I'm sitting at the moment. Not, I don't know whether Val's the guy I want. I'm, I'm looking more at Ronnie Mulatalo, I think. Um, but again, you'll probably have to ask me next week. It's probably a next yeah. week question for me. Um, I
2: 100% if you ask me if I wanted Ronnie Mulatalo or Val, it's Val.
1: Yeah. The, the and that's probably
2: also... where we sit. Like that's that's great. They're the decisions that people are going to have to make and the Cowboys have been looking better and Val's been looking great and origin camp has done him a world of good. I think
1: for sure. Oh, he always perks up for Queensland for sure. Like most Queenslanders. Um, They just get it. Speaking of speaking of two Queenslanders Munster and Harry Grant, right for the picking at the moment Munster at 666 K with a 40 break even. I think it is. Yeah. 38. Yep. Yep. Uh, And Harry Grant with at 599 K which you probably won't see him cheaper. I think he's got a 20 odd break even this week. So these two guys are ready to be picked up. Now, which one do you prioritize if you had to pick one of the two? I'm picking Munster every day of the week.
2: I'm picking Munster. Yes.
1: I feel like hook is such a dead spot. I feel like I want the upside of Munster who can get me 140. Uh, Harry Grant. Yeah, great. He might get me a 90 or a hundred and that's fine, but that's about where his ceiling sits. I think this year, um, and also Munster's 60, 70K more expensive. So I'd probably grab him.
2: So Robson to Robson or like, I don't know, I suppose if you've got a money or something to Harry Grant might be a luxury trade because you're a chance of them, dra- I suppose, jagging that 60 or 70. You're a chance yep. of Robson playing anyway. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's sideways and Cameron Munster is a late Maybe he doesn't play this week if he gets banged up. That's all my concern. Like, just make the decision on Thursday.
1: Yeah. Uh, This one from Mark is an interesting one. Uh, Val, if he plays, will break my rule of getting a player I sold back in. Uh, I think on this, do not ever be afraid to go and get a guy back in that you sold. I think you've got to realize sometimes when you made the wrong move or when you sold a guy and you shouldn't have sold them and they're doing well, don't just stick to your guns and go, no, can't get him back in because I sold him. Get him back in. Just admit the mistake and, and push on and get him back in.
2: When, when we look at Mark's comments for today, he sounds like my burner account, to be honest. <laughs> he's He's got my VC. Um, you know, I'm going to get Val back after selling him. Do I regret selling him? Maybe, but he was only playing one or five weeks. Um, you made the right call. If you think Val is the play, bring him home.
1: Yeah. And
2: Agreed. just ride him into the sunset. But you probably just... Just know that you can't trade him out again.
1: Yep. Yeah, good shout. And you won't want to anyway. Uh, let's move on. We've still got three games to cover, man. We've been gone for an hour, so we'll push through. Holy moly. Uh, Broncos Titans, Battle of the Queenslanders after Origin will be interesting. Kurt Capewell's out for a while. Pierre Kura named. We've spoke about him a little bit, so we won't double touch on that. Uh, Selwyn Cobo named with that hit pointer issue as well, and all the Origin players have been named to back up at this stage. Obviously, this will change. We don't. We don't know whether these guys yeah. end up playing or not. I think
2: Physio hit it that uh, Cobo could probably be right for this game. I think they'll give him up until the last minute. You've got Jesse Arthur's in the reserves. And yes, whereas you lose a bit of Cobo's pizzazz, you probably get a bit more consistency out of Jesse Arthur's. So if you're putting your tips in, still expect the Broncos probably to win. Um, Piakura there. It's exciting. I like it. They've named basically everybody. Just uh, see that Corey Pakes is still out and that Tyson Smoothie still gets the nod uh, from the Broncos team. So,
1: Yeah, interesting one, that one. Giving Smoothie the gig over Pakes. So.
2: I rate it. I don't think Pakes has been really good probably mm. for six or seven weeks. So I think yeah. that they just made a decision on form. I sort of expected to see that Blake Moser kid come back in, um, but I did talk to a couple guys and I got absolutely crucified on on Twitter for it, but I did talk to a couple of guys and they said that they've watched him play reserve grade and uh, maybe he wasn't in the best form at the moment either. So,
1: gotcha. Uh, Kieran Foran back. Could this be a good for David Fafita holders? Yep. I'd say yes. Um, I
2: Fafita also didn't get named on the bench like he did last time.
1: I mean that could change. He could easily yep. shift back to the bench and and I think from memory Fafita was named to start. Okay. Round fourteen, and then got shifted to the bench with Tino at the with the hour to go. I think from memory, correct me if I'm wrong. This, uh, this is
2: the reason I traded him out because there's yeah. question marks because I'm worried about it right now. If you own yeah. Fafita? Do you hold with his 160 break even?
1: I think if you've held, all, I mean, if you've held him all the way up to now, you've got to think about what you're going to do with the extra cash and what options there are at two RF that are, that you're going to go to. Is it going to be worth a trade? Is it going to be worth a trade getting him back in? It's a two-trade move. So you've got to consider how many trades you have left, too. And I'd say if you have less than 14 trades, I'd just hold him. I think yep. he's the your guy you're going to want for the run home. So just hold the guy and, and cop whatever loss that you end up having and then enjoy the run home.
2: Is it a loss um, if you don't trade him out? You only lose when you no, trade correct. him out again. That's exactly.
1: But, it, I mean, if he loses cash, he probably doesn't score amazingly. That's probably more what I'm getting at. But yeah. um, no, I I just hold it from here. Uh, their origin players are named back up as well. Tino and and um, is it just Tino and Mo Waker. Mm. Yeah, Big I like decision. I like him. I like yeah. him being named. That should be good for Queensland, I think. Um, two questions for you on this game, and we'll move on to the next one. Reese Walsh is he a guy that you target for the run home in that fullback slot?
2: I have the luxury of already owning him, um, but I do really like his price at 630 k. i I've noticed we're bouncing off each other tonight. I've noticed that you've mentioned it on Twitter a lot. Like He's just a guy you're scared not to own. He has that great attacking upside. And yes, he probably has a 20 or a 30 in him, but not when you're playing the Titans.
1: Yeah, that could be 120. That could be Captain Material this week if you have Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, maybe that's your captain this week. Hey, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Um, Hey, the other guy I want to talk about is AJ Brimson. We mentioned him a little bit at the start. He's owned by 1.5% of teams in the top 5%. That's like ultra super pod.
2: And he's 500K. I'm actually kind of excited about it, and it could be an option for me this
1: week. Remember what he did at the back end of last season? I think he finished the season with like, 400s or 300s in his final four games of the season. Or He averaged over 100 for the for the back end of the year. He got 94 against the Tigers in his first game back after a massive layoff from that hamstring injury. It's yeah. now three. He's been back for that game. Then he had the bye. Now, he's got a 57 break even. So it's not a do or die. And he's coming up against the Broncos. So you can probably watch AJ again this week. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if he turns it on against the Broncos this week, he's going to be really hard to turn down as an option next week, considering now the Titans have no buyers left and they play every game from here.
2: Yeah, that was the point I was going to make. He plays round 19, and if you've got Joey Manu like me in 5'8", you can just move out like Billy Smith and spend, what, 100K and get AJ Brimson? Tell me that's not a no-brainer.
1: Crazy. Crazy. All right, let's push on. (coughs) Rabideau's Rabideau's Cowboys, Latrell's out, Taff fullback. Cody Walker named? which is great. I mean, everybody was a little bit worried about that, but good to see him being named. You're right. Um, all origin players are named to back up for the Rabbitohs. Now the Cowboys have obviously named all five of their origin players in reserves. So they haven't named him in the starting lineup, uh, it, which is what Todd Payton loves to do. So I wouldn't stress too much about that, but they'll be very picky about who pulls up sore or, or who doesn't pull up well at all. And they'll likely kind of rest the guys that aren't hundred percent. So keep an eye on, final cuts and team lists and things like that, 24 hours out from that game. Uh, So that'll be the four o'clock Sunday game. So we'll know more about four o'clock Saturday. Um, So keep an eye on team lists and uh, follow us on Twitter and we'll update you. Um, Halem Lukey, facial fracture. So uh, Guszewski comes back in and Jason Talmalolo starts. So I guess my questions when Maddie gets back, are going to be centered around. He's already spoken about Val Holmes. I'm not as high on Val Holmes as he is, but I understand the look. Now, Zach Labat, at 200K, if he plays, he's got a negative seven break even. He's named it center. Uh, this could be the perfect – if Val Holmes gets arrested in this game, so you've got to make this decision quite late if you can afford to make it late, um, Zach Labat could be the perfect center wing nuff. So he'll make a little bit of cash. That doesn't really matter if you're getting enough anyway, but you're getting a basement price guy. There's not many of them around anymore that are going to be playing any footy. Uh, Get him at 200K. He'll play this week. He'll disappear. He won't be an AE nightmare for you, and he'll free up a shitload of cash. So I don't mind that. The only risk with Zach Labor is that there's a good chance Val Holmes, when he comes in, boots him out of the team. And uh, the only, I guess, other concern I think I have is uh, people looking at semi, what's his name? The wing? Valame. Yeah, Valamy. semi. Valamy. That's him. The uh, second Val. The yeah, bad yeah. Val. Semi Raj Raja. Raja. Uh, so, what happens when Murray Tualangi comes back in or backs up? Does Valame drop out or does Kyle Felt? Because Kyle Felt had a really good game the other day. I mean, that's kind of his right wing. So, I don't know how I feel about it. And I feel like maybe even Laybutt and Valame both drop out if they're full strength.
2: That's what I'm thinking. Like, they sort of brought everybody in. I'd be – they didn't name Robson this week. Fine. Let's see how he pulls up. But, like, is he going to play 20 minutes? Is he going to play 30 minutes? Like, Cook is the starter. Robson's coming off the bench. Like, I expect Robson to play. I expect Val and Cotter to probably be game-time decisions, just seeing how they pull up. But the Cowboys need to win games. I sort of expect all these guys to play. I don't expect Val and Leibert to probably make the Cup. Val me. Second Val. Val.
1: I got you. Val and Val. Um, yep. Richie are the only other talking point. We kind of mentioned him already. 259K minus 24 break even, named on the wing for the Rabbitohs. Looks like he's I like won it, it on merit. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'm going to actually have a quick look while we're talking and see who's been named in New South Wales Cup. Yeah, um, good call. Should have done this beforehand. But do you want to move on to the next one, mate? Roosters Raiders.
2: Yeah, let's duck into the Roosters Raiders. Um We have... Sorry, I got put on the spot here a little bit. Uh, Kiri's named, which surprises me. Manu De Senna, which I don't know if that hurts it, but maybe if you did just want to... Like, he doesn't play 19. Maybe if you were looking to move him on... um now would be the right time. Maybe if you could go on AJ Brimson or someone like that. Um, Victor Adley's playing. All the Origin players got named from the Roosters. Um, the Raiders are one to seventeen uh, with Hudson Young and Corey Horsburgh named to named to back up. I sort of expected Hudson Young to play an eighty minute role, uh, which he obviously didn't play during the first Origin. Um, but Corey Horsburgh, he just seems like the kind of guy that it would take a freight train to stop him from just coming back and playing club footy. So,
1: yeah, agreed. Okay, so looking at the Rabbitohs lineup, Tane milne has been named at centre in New South Wales Cup, uh, which is three p.m. on Sunday, basically right before this game. So yep. I would assume that Tane Milne's fit if he's playing cup which means that Richie kennar has got the nod over Tane Milne. And I know Isaac Thompson, I think he his injury is pretty long-term, I think, from memory. So yeah. it looks like he's probably just lost that spot completely to Milne. And now, yeah. obviously, has leapfrogged them both. So, hey, Richie Kenna could be the pick of the week. Minus 24 break-even, 259K, plays on a lethal edge in a good attacking team uh, with Campbell Graham inside him. You can't really yeah. ask for more, can you, from a, from a cheapie? That could be the guy.
2: The last time he played, I had, a, uh, I had a little bet on him for a two try scorer. Uh, he only scored once. So uh, that could be a play this week as well. But I'm genuinely looking at him this week as an option. So I rate him more than some of these other options just in case I need to play him. Cause I think that he could be a really good scorer. Like you, you, you bloke from the, from the Knights, you lay butt, that sort of guy. Like obviously, lay butt's probably beat out. Oh, who did? Who have they been playing there? Uh, the guy with the terrible haircut, Gashuski, that's been playing the whole time. Um, yeah, look, I think Kenan's just going to outscore him.
1: I agree. I like it. I'm talking myself into Kenan, I think, right now. Uh, <laughs> now, Billy Smith. When should we get Billy Smith out and why is it ASAP?
2: Last week. Mm,
1: just not looking good for him, is it?
2: No, he's just, um, he trapped us all. He trapped he us all. He looked like the play. If you bang out two nineties in a row, like Tyrell Sloan did, um, <laughs> you are the ultimate catfish.
1: He is the ultimate supercoach catfish. See you, Billy Smith. I, I mean, I have to use him as a number this week. I mean, I've got him as a backup. I luckily don't have to play him, but he's my 18th man. He's my only active bench player. Um, so I'm just going to keep him there. I don't really have the trades or want to use the trade this week. I don't, I don't think it's overly important to get him out this week, but next week I, I think he's gone for me.
2: I don't think he's going to score ten. I think he's going to score thirty. If it makes yeah. you feel any better,
1: that's that's good. That makes me feel better. If I how, I'll take an automatic emergency of thirty. If I can VC yep. Moses hundred and forty, so that'll be nice. Yep. that's a, um, that's how
2: I feel about him. So,
1: what are your thoughts on Manu now at centre? Now that he's obviously been named there, Kiri's kept his uh, spot in the team there, and uh, Sand and Smith seems to be named and preferred at halfback while Sam Walker's out. So Manu at centre. I mean, I hold or sell.
2: I didn't like him at 5'8. Yeah. So I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure how I feel about it. Maybe I just need to see him play there again. But the service probably isn't going to be as good from Sandon Smith. Uh, how do you
1: yeah. how do you how do you feel about it? I don't I don't necessarily like it. I mean he's on thin ice with me anywhere else but fullback. If he was playing fullback for the year, he's the first player I pick. The problem now is it sounds like Manu's back to centre for the rest of the season. So I'll, I'll, he's definitely not a trade-out right now. He's not, got a low break a, even. Yeah,
2: he's got an 18 break even. He'd just come off 100. Do I like it? No. Am I going to cop his 50? Probably. He's probably a guy that I just don't want to sit at eight at the moment like I have. I probably just want to move him to a bench centre wing position. So.
1: The one thing I'm looking for Manu is whether he roves. If he roves yep. both sides of the field and they let him do that, uh, I'm fine with him. But if he just stays to the right and gets out of the way, that's when I'll be trading him straight away. So he'd be a very close watch this week. Uh, and just a quick one, still a tupo pod watch for me. Now that Luke Kiery stayed in the team, Tedesco's back. I mean, Daniel Tupo 80-odd last week, or 80, I think exactly, called it on yep. the pod last Tuesday. I'm still watching him closely. I don't think I'll pull the trigger. Price is a bit awkward. But if you're looking for a guy that's only in 17 teams, easy, your man.
2: Yep. Yeah. 100%. Like it. Um, if we look at any of the Raiders, like honestly, like they're just named one to 17, but Ricky could just play Ricky real ad at any point. So,
1: yep. Could do. Hey, we've got a few questions on Twitter that we'll cover uh, before we talk trades and captains and wrap this one up, eh? A uh, good friend of the podcast, Dr. Hamo Ryan Hammo, uh asking us a couple of questions, a couple of good ones, actually. Is it worth going up to Preston, or from Preston, sorry, to Tino? He's only got nine trades left, though, after he's gone Buller to Munster this week via Ponger, I think he has. So would you go Preston up to Tino this week with only nine yeah. trades in the bank?
2: It'd be one of those situations, like obviously Tino's a key no, keeper and I'm looking to move on from Preston at some stage. You just got to make sure Tino's playing and not playing that bench role that he did last time.
1: Yeah, even though he's still got 70 or something off the bench. Didn't uh, yeah,
2: he? I know he scored well, but like, you know, you just look surprised when you said he scored well. So yeah, yeah it yeah, might yeah. not happen every week. So
1: He's a keeper for the run home though. So, yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to get Tino, you can't get Payne Haas. You can't really have both. There's no point. Um, but I feel unless like. You English... Unless
2: you don't have Tohu or. Tarpany. Tarpani. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I feel like Preston's probably not a sell just yet. I feel like he could be very serviceable in your 2RF for the next few plays, weeks. And he plays, round, plays round
2: 19. He's gone as soon as he plays round 19 for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair call. I'm not hoping to go Preston to Haas via Tohu Harris in round yeah. 20. That would be ideal.
2: How many players do you have that you want to trade out after round 19?
1: About seven. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, do, they, do they give us extra trades around 20? I'm Me not too. Sure. It was
2: it was unders or overs at six. So thanks.
1: yeah, good. Good. Uh Hamo also wants to know if he holds Eli Katawa, he has to play Billy Smith or Kepi. Uh or does he trade Eli Katoa? Oh,
2: I could end up eating my words, but My initial knee-jerk reaction was trading Eli Katoa, but also I really like the storm schedule after about round 19. So I might end up, you know, going away, taking a deep breath and just holding Eli Katoa. Yeah,
1: Yeah, fair. Uh, Sam wants to know if Turbo backs up this week, is he a must for the run home with a negative 43 break even? We've already answered that. I'd probably say we both agree, yes?
2: Yeah, yeah, Um, 100%.
1: And then who are the two must-have full backs for the run home? Turbo's one. I would argue the second one could be Reese Walsh.
2: Yeah. Or Gutho. Or Gutho. Yeah. I think that you could flip a coin. But also, if you have Gutho, you're not trading him. If you have Reese Walsh, you're not trading him. If you're looking to buy a guy in, I think there's better value in Reese Walsh at 639K than Gutho at 800 and whatever the fuck he is at the moment.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, SC Rob wants to know a lot of us have traded out our origin guns. Any chance you could rank them in importance to bring back for the run home? Won't be able to do it on this pod, but we'll do it very soon on a full episode. So keep out an eye for that. Uh, We've answered SC Fanatic's question about Sean Johnson over Nathan Cleary. I think that's a good play. And also Gunners on near Corey. Now, Pikey wants to know uh, who is the cheapie of the week? He thinks Labert or Lucas. I'd argue it's Richie Kenner, and I think maybe you'd agree with me.
2: Yeah, Richie Kenner. lock it in, Eddie.
1: Like it. Uh, a couple of very quick questions here. Actually, just the one from Fourth World. Uh, who to move Schuster to when, and when to hold or sell? Schuster's one of those ones, isn't it, where it's like the least of our problems this week, weirdly? Yeah. I mean, yeah. depends where you have him. Do you have him at 5.8? Do you have him at 2RF?
2: If you have him in 5.8, you're going to move him to AJ Brimson. Um, if you have him in second row, you could move him to... I don't
1: know, Nearly anyone. anyone. Imagine but, you could upgrade him to Ola Kawatu.
2: Yeah. You need him this week, though. You need to play to this... Oh, sorry. I need to play Schuster this week. It's, an, it's a next week problem for me, and it'll be yeah. a guy that plays round 19. Uh,
1: and he's asked, what about Latrell? Like, we were talking about must-have fullbacks for the run home, and don't get me wrong... Latrell's one of the best fullbacks in the comp. We know this, and he's on a good team. But the problem is those round twenty and round twenty six buys mean, and, and the injury history. He's missed four weeks with a calf injury. I'm just a little bit concerned, and and I want to watch. I want to see what's going on. And then might I might make the move in round twenty seven if I've got a sneaky trade left to bring Latrell yeah. in for the last round of the year. Might be something if weird you, like that.
2: If you tell me there's a guy that's 800k doesn't play round 19, doesn't play round 20, doesn't play round 26 and hasn't played since round 12. Are you adding him? Yeah.
1: No, for sure. All right. That's all the questions, mate. Trades and captains very quickly before we wrap this one up. We've done well to consolidate on time here, I must admit. (laughs) Uh, I am thinking this week, Jareen Buller to turbo if he plays. Now, if he doesn't play and I get enough notice, I'll do Buller, to Munster via Ponga down to fullback. That'll yep. be my first move. Uh this the one I have locked in at the moment is Ramian to Valence Tavare, but that might be Ramian to Richie Kenner now. Um, talked,
2: honestly, I've talked myself around to it this podcast. I feel
1: so. like I feel like I have as well. That's the beauty of the podcast, isn't it? You get to have a chat and kind of work shit out on the fly. Um yep. so that that gives me about 330k left in the bank and 14 trades left to make some moves over the next few weeks, over the next month. So that'll probably be my two trades. I'd say at this point, uh, my VC will be Mitchell Moses. If he plays, if Mitch Moses doesn't play, it'll be Gutho. And my yep. captain will be Cody Walker. unless I end up getting Munster in, then I'll be captaining Cam Munster against Manly at Amy Park. Yep. What about you?
2: Um, so again, you mentioned bullet per- turbo. Love it. Um, if he doesn't back it up, you're going to go Munster. I'm going to go Buller to Turbo. If he doesn't play, I'm going to go Buller to Val via Jules. Um, But it does just depend who plays. I sort of expect Val to back up uh, because Cowboys will need him. Um, If none of them play, I might just go Buller to Richie Kenner, bank that cash, and then aim for Turbo and Val in the coming weeks. Um, We'll know if Turbo or Robson play. Um, If... (sighs) Like, will if Turbo, Val Robson play by the time that, I suppose, the Titans play, by the time, like you mentioned, the Storm play? Um, I might even consider a Harry Grant or AJ Brimson. Um, I suppose I'm just going to play it by ear. It'll be really good to follow my Twitter coming on because I'm a, I'm a bit of a mess at the moment because there's just this, this is so many question marks. If I trade Ellie Katara out, it's going to be to Adam Elliott, though. I just hate trading out a guy that's not playing round 19, like a guy that's – I think Eli Katoa probably still just scores a lot of points those last six or seven weeks, so it might just be a hold for me. Yeah. See if I can get him to raise some cash by the time I get Fafida back in, what is it, round 20. Um, My vice captains and captains – so I'm going to have uh 12 or 13 by the end of the week. My vice captain might actually go on CNK this week. Just got a bit of a feeling in my waters. Mm-hmm. And um and I'm going to captain Walsh. So, yeah. again, nice. I just think playing the Titans, uh, they didn't name a guy that can play fullback or anything where indicates where he might get rested. Um, Yeah. Walsh against the Titans. Yes, please.
1: Saucy. I like it. Hey, when you say AJ Brimson, fuck, I just want one of us to own him at some point for the run home. It's That'd be one of the most exciting buyers of the year, I reckon.
2: Ah. Oh. Mate, i I might just do it. Can I tell you how much I'm thinking about Supercoach at the moment? I had a dream that Sam Walker got named last night.
1: <laughs> uh, did you buy him in? Did you open your app up in your dream and get him back into your team?
2: Oh, I better check my trades.
1: Yeah, yeah, you should. Imagine if you got to Thursday or Friday or whatever it is, and you get to lock out and you realize you bought AJ Brimson in, like sleep sleep trading. That could be that could be a thing.
2: I'm going to change my name to the Supercoach Psychic. <laughs> if that happens
1: so. yes absolutely mate on that note that'll wrap us up i think uh guys thanks for hopping on obviously all your questions are awesome we try and do our best to get to all of them as we go uh we didn't mention the discord but we'll drop the invite in here very quickly because the discord is where all the chat is happening for all things super coach uh and fantasy sport if you're a fan of nba if you're a fan of afl Supercoach as well Uh, Maybe you're a keen cricketer and you love the BBL at the end of the year and you're going to play some super coach there. We'll be doing a show for BBL and also the boys are starting to ramp up content for NBA fantasy ahead of the draft on Friday as well. Uh, We know who's going number one. Who's going number two, Matty? Is it Brandon Miller or is it Scoot Henderson?
2: I think it's I think Scoot Henderson's the better player, but I think Brandon Miller gets better fit because I just don't think that they want to move on from um yeah. Lubella, I just don't think yeah. they want to move on from bowl yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, fair call. That'll do us. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Hit subscribe if you're still here and you haven't yet. We would appreciate it and hit that like button. Otherwise, we will see you on the weekend once the games are all wrapped up for the Sunday wrap up. Have a good one
0: and good luck for the week. Catch up. Cheerio. target.